Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the Restoring Human podcast, where we believe humans were designed to flourish. Unfortunately, many modern conveniences prevent us from thriving, but through intentional lifestyle decisions, we can return to an optimal state of health. I'm your host, Jarek Bakken. I'm Dr. Alex Aguello. And today, what the health? (laughs) (laughs) We finally watched it. That is our topic for today. So, uh, probably a little overdue, um, but we basically couldn't, couldn't avoid this. So... Number of weeks ago, we had some questions about this new documentary that was on Netflix, talking about health, given some things that sounded familiar to people who were listening to our show, some things that sounded very, very different than what we were hearing. We kind of were just like, that's just, I don't want to waste my time watching it. You know, here's here's a general idea. But yeah. basically, the the noise that this documentary has stirred up um, just really hasn't stopped, um, and it's gotten a lot, a lot of reach. So we yeah. thought it was an important thing for us to engage with. Yeah, it's, it's interesting to me, too, because, I mean, I was the same way. Like, I, once I heard about the movie, just hearing kind of the concept of it, I was like, okay, I've seen other things that are like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew that it frustrates me, so I didn't want to watch it. But then just kind of on social media, of course, the questions that we got were really good. But just on social media, like people that I follow kind of said the same thing. Like, I really didn't want to put time and energy into addressing this. But so many people are watching this. So many people are saying stuff about it. Like, I have to talk about it. Um, so I'm just, like, I'm trying to figure out why. Like, how do people go from most people live a standard American lifestyle. Mm-hmm. They eat whatever they want to eat. They eat processed foods. They eat sugary foods. They eat stuff full of vegetable fat stuff that we've already talked about Mm -hmm. so like why are they so interested in like what somebody who would be way over here is is trying to get them to do sure it's it's hard for me to understand why somebody would even be attracted to yeah i think it's kind of a perfect storm of the medium that he used to put out this information so like netflix documentary you know you're kind of in a a good time right now where people are kind of moving away from traditional media a lot more heavily into something like a Netflix, something, you know, over the air, like they call it. Um, and but there's so much stuff on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So not, not so just Netflix. It's, just so it's, it's like that. that. It's the, 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 the communication style this guy uses. It's, I mean, everybody gets sucked into fear mongering. Um, right, but I'm just saying, I guess, unless you're on social media and people are like, watch this documentary, it's amazing. But, like, if I'm on Netflix and I see what the health, yeah. like, there's so many other things that I would ra- rather watch than sit down for an hour and a half and watch a m- movie on, on food. And I'm, this is my life. Well, yeah, that's true. I don't even want to watch That's it. So true. Maybe it's telling us that people watch too much Netflix. That's probably yeah, that's, what this that's is. Prob- that's probably one thing. Takeaway. And it's a lot easier to sit and consume that than to actually do something about the food that you're eating. So like people are pe- true. people are much more like ready and available to sit and consume this content than yeah, do do something. Yeah. So I think the 
how we tried to address it the last time, and I still think that's the best way to address it because there were some good things in the movie. Is just yeah. Because so the object, you know, the the questions or whatever were, you know, these guys are saying a lot of stuff that's just totally contrary to what you guys are saying. So we didn't want to just jump right back and get defensive and say, well, here's why we're right and they're wrong. We wanted to say, well, a lot of stuff they're just saying is good. So let's just talk about the things that we are in alignment with them, and there still is a lot of that. Um, but like, yeah. just watching it especially the first part of it, um, <laughs> it like what I had my idea of being frustrated when I said I don't want to watch it because I know I'm going to get frustrated. Like it was multiplied by 10 <laughs> when I actually watched it. I guess, man, like probably the most frustrating thing was, and I don't know what wall we're going to get into. This probably isn't going to be as long as we typically would because, again, we just want to generally hit on some things and then get more specific if there's questions. Yeah. But all of their interviews – Right, so when you do a documentary, of course, you want to make it engaging. So this guy's a funny guy. He's going around, and it's real-life stuff. He's calling, you know, different organizations, and you're seeing it on film, them denying him an interview. Then he's going and actually interviewing these doctors. So, of course, it's not, okay, let's look to see if eating meat is bad, and then here's all the studies, and actually we're reading through the discussion. We're reading through everything about the study to know if it's a legit study or anything. All Mm -hmm. it is is just an interview of somebody saying, give me your opinion on this. Right. And, of course, they put their credentials down, um, or at least just what letters they have behind their name, so you can, you can kind of trust what they're saying. But they, the people they interviewed were all people that support being a vegan. Like, sure. they didn't say, let's get, you know, five people that are really into being a vegan or vegetarian, and then let's get five people that are still amazing doctors who are helping a lot of people but aren't in the vegan community. <coughs> and then the yeah. let's, let's, buff, let's talk about this. Yeah. So they didn't do any of that. Okay. Yeah. So I think I think our our two perspectives are like you obviously have an educated perspective coming at this. I would say my perspective is somewhat more like a heightened awareness, but I'm like, you know, I don't know the science behind everything that like even these guys are talking about. But my my awareness of how things work and how the body works is maybe significantly higher than, you know, average person who's watching that movie. Yeah. What I saw there was like 80% of everything the dude had to say I thought was phenomenal. Yeah. Like very, very good information for people to see and realize stuff that we would agree with 100%. Mm -hmm. But then, right, it, it took, it took this big problem that I think the, the, Majority of the problem that he was laying out in this movie, the problems with processed meats, like that was the biggest one. The problem with processed meats and tying, you know, food industry, uh, pharmaceuticals into these, these major health problems, like we agree on so much of that. But then it was like, there's one, there's one answer. It, it, there's even a line in it. It's like, imagine one diet to rule them all. <laughs> yeah. Total Lord of the Rings on there. Uh, but that's where it was just like, so saying that there's this one, this one solution and it's to just like go, yeah, this complete other extreme. Didn't like that. And then yes, the, a couple really big pieces of like, I don't understand completely the science, but I could say, they had that wrong. Yeah. And just huge, cl- like, huge statements. 
Yeah. It's crazy. Right, right. Like the, the one part was, okay, we understand that, um, like, beef and pork are bad, but what about chicken? Mm-hmm. And the guy says, it's just a matter if you want to be hung or if you want to be shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just totally like anybody who's trying to make a change going from a standard American diet to, Hey, I want to be healthy for me and my family. So help me make this change. Mm-hmm. This guy's saying, well, if you don't do exactly what we're doing, then you're going to die. You're, you're going to be yeah. hungry. You're going to be shot. Yeah. So let's not be helpful at all to anybody. Let's just help mm-hmm. anybody that is saying, okay, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to totally buy into your vegan lifestyle. And that's the only way. I can so how about like first, let's just, like lay a baseline. What did you What did you like? What did you agree with? What he had to say. I loved every time he made a call to American Diabetes Association, mm-hmm. American Cancer Society, and American Heart Association because those are all corrupt organizations, yeah. and they don't. They're not out for to make people healthy or yep. to even prevent those diseases from happening or to address. Um, even pouring money into science that's going to actually give us an answer. Mm-hmm. So, like calling those people out and and somewhat embarrassing them showing that okay I'm, I'm i'm just a normal guy calling and saying hey this is on your website why even though there's been some evidence that says this is linked to cancer this is linked to diabetes why do you still recommend this stuff yep and then for them to just totally deny even having an interview um that's stuff that i hope is eye-opening to people sure and that they would actually look into to that sort mm-hmm. of stuff um i would be like you already mentioned the the processed food um We'll just process food in general, mm-hmm. but again, mainly because there's chemicals and there's vegetable oils or industrial seed oils and sugar, but they're saying they focused on processed meat, which we would recommend, you know, that having the healthiest meat you possibly eat. Right. But I just want to talk about this real quick. Um, so in the, in the documentary, they reference a study that says that people that eat processed meat have a 20% increase chance of having colon cancer, and they super emphasized it. Um, yeah. So basically saying don't eat processed meat. And that's like hot dogs and, and you know, Lunchables and whatever, mm-hmm. deli meat. Mm-hmm. But this is Rob Wolf when he um, addressed this. So when the, the thing, the soundbite was processed meat is clearly linked to an increase in cancer. Um, but they didn't mention what's called absolute risk versus relative risk. So kind of how the what they said is this 20% risk of cancer. That is a relative risk, not an absolute risk. Basically, what that meant is when they looked at that study, it was estimated that about 6% of people that ate processed meat were going to have colon cancer. Mm-hmm. Only 5% of people that didn't eat processed meat had colon cancer. So a relative risk, when you take 5 to 6%, there's a 20% jump there. Mm-hmm. But the absolute risk is only 1%. There's only a 1% change. So... That's how people mess with statistics and say right. you know, something is really bad. But it, when you actually look at the hard numbers, there really wasn't that much of a difference. Now, again, we're not saying eat right. processed meat. For sure. Because there's plenty For of sure. other reasons why. But again, they, th- and we talked about this with the last time we hit on this with the, the China study. They looked at one specific thing and they said because this one specific thing was found in research, that ma- paints this huge picture of, of what a healthy diet is. So they're saying because of this relative 20% risk of processed meats, that means everything about animal product products are are terrible, and because it led to colon cancer, now you shouldn't eat it. Can't be healthy. That's just kind of the cl- an example of the claims that they that they made. Um, mm-hmm. But having said that, we still would agree with that. If you're going to eat meat, that you would want to eat clean meats. You would want to eat meats as right. um, as healthy as they possibly can be. 
The other thing was um, chemicals. I mean, they they did a great job. Of, I even learned some things, I guess, maybe not learned, but kind of opened my eyes up to, to more of it, how um, just typical pollution that's coming out sure. in the air that has nothing really to do with, you know, um, intentionally putting chemicals into meat yep. um, potentially could affect, you know, it's going to get on the grass or whatever the, the animals are eating. So then, therefore, because of bioaccumulation of the toxins, like I always talk about, fat has an affi- or toxins have an affinity for fat. So if they're eating grass that has had chemicals on it, then that's going to build up in their bodies. Would agree with that too. I don't, I again wouldn't make now um, the claim that you shouldn't eat meat because of that. Um, but that's just kind of speaking to what we're trying to teach in general, right? Because of industrialization, because mm-hmm. of everything that's changed in our mm-hmm. culture, it's getting tougher and tougher to become healthy. Um, so we're trying to figure out how can we go back to kind of what what we used to do before all this industrialization happened, but then what can we take advantage of from technology and changes that have been made, kind of marry those two and, and then now be healthy, where they're saying, you know, things are just continuing to get worse and worse. So we got to try to avoid everything that really we used to do mm-hmm. for, for thousands of years. So there's probably more that I agree with, but those are the, those are the kind of big ticket things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think, so thinking about how like just our families diet has kind of continually progressed and evolved. Um, we like, so I made it known, and if you've watched this movie, they kind of made a big, not a big, but like there was a couple minutes where multiple people made this kind of jab at the paleo community. Um, and I've said before that that's kind of how we got started changing what we were eating, was kind of adopting this somewhat paleo idea um, of eating. And I think... What I'm saying is progressively we've kind of figured out that it would be better to put the biggest emphasis on the quality of meats and animal products that we're eating and like still understanding that the, you know, the freshest and highest quality of produce we can be eating is going to be best. But like the importance is probably if we're going to talk about quality, it's probably more important that animal products are of a higher quality than some other things. Yeah. Valid? Absolutely. Okay. So then, even more so that I think this is kind of where, yeah, it's just like, it's just a strange, like it's just a, it's a strange combination of solutions that these guys came up with. So beyond that, like what we've been talking about the past couple of weeks with like the vegetable oils and the sugars, like, probably placing vegetable oils at the way top. Uh, who you, Chris Tuttle there? Yeah, well yeah. my friend. Yeah. <laughs> There's, we've got a little shout-out on uh, Facebook Live. Thanks, Chris. Uh, like, vegetable oils at the top, like these processed meats and stuff, probably right below it, and then sugar probably right below that. Like, it might be in that order, but, like, these things are still the top of, like, top of the list here yeah. you know it might be slightly more important to be avoiding vegetable oils than it would be to avoid any type of sugar just because like my body understands sugar it doesn't understand vegetable oils but they're still way up here on this list yeah. you know whereas the 
like one of the big points that really rubbed me the wrong way right at first was then basically like saying, yeah, sugar's great. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess that was because I was so surprised by that when you said that the last time we talked about this, um, that sugar's fine. I was like, I've never met an expert that says, and I've heard some of these guys speak and they don't talk about that. So that guy, whoever that guy was, I don't know him. I'll have to look into more what what he does, but, um, how he could say, and again, if you guys want us to get into this more deeply and kind of explain insulin resistance and how that works the kind of the, the physiology behind it, the pathology behind it, I don't think you guys really want to hear about that stuff, but we can get into that if you want, but just take the fact that there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people who are insulin resistant, have type two diabetes are on their way to dying of heart disease. And then they go on a very extremely high-fat diet with animal products, eating butter all the time, eating bacon fat, eating all the stuff that's terrible. And not, again, not that we're saying that that is good and you should do that, but they do this and they reverse their diabetes, they reverse their, their insulin resistance mm-hmm. by cutting down their carbohydrates to a really, really small amount. And again, that's not the general you know, nutrition plan that, w- that we would teach. That's an extreme example of what it takes if you've been, if you're extremely sick metabolically, but just think about that p- concept. They eliminate sugar and they increase their fat and they reverse diabetes. So how can you say that fat causes diabetes and sugar has no effect on it? Yeah. I mean, again, you can show anything in research, I guess, if you want, but just take the you know, clinical experience of people that are in the functional medicine world that are in, in, um, you know, clinical nutrition, just these people, again, amazing doctors that I just wish they would have interviewed in this thing to at least have a, um, a a say in what they're, what they're, what these guys are trying to, to promote. Um, but again, I, I guess I understand it too. They are, they did that from my understanding of the movie, they did that to promote veganism. Like they didn't do it to promote health. They did it to promote veganism. The yeah. health was secondary to that. Yeah. Because right? yeah. if it was all about health, then they would have said, okay, let's get all the experts around the world that sure. teach all kind of different sure. ways of being healthy, and let's figure out the best option. They only inv- interviewed people that are about veganism. Right. And the whole people that were behind it that produced the video are all about veganism. Mm-hmm. So, again, and again, we're not trying to say that we're totally against being a vegan right. or vegetarian. There's really good things about that. Like – besides the sh- besides the kind of downplaying on the negative effects of sugar like if you were to adopt what they were talking about y- yes amen you're going to be more healthy than the, what they were pinning it up against for sure 100% 100% and sometimes i think that cuz this that michael greger was one of the doctors that was in there a lot and uh i was just playing something that a, a talk that he did which actually the talk that he did was about how vegetarians and meat eaters have the same cancer risk and he was trying to explain why that's the case and he was talking to his community saying here's why we are just as sick as people that eat meat is because we're doing it wrong and his whole point was omega-3 to omega-6 fatty acid ratio it's basically saying they eat too many omega-6s so they throw the ratio ratio off which causes inflammation which then leads to all these um diseases um which the reason that people are high on omega-6 is because they eat too many vegetable oils and too many industrial seed oils. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not because they eat too much meat, of course, because they're vegan. They don't right. eat any because meat. Because there's just, there's just as much, like, there's just as much vegetable oil and those seed oils in stuff like 
breads and crackers and all this stuff that like vegans are potentially all about. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, and so then another thing that I heard him listen to, he was going through like all the nutrient deficiencies that you could potentially have if you are a vegan and then comparing that to the nutrient deficiencies that people, that meat eaters have. And this list was way longer than this. This list was only like cholesterol and vitamin B12. And Mm -hmm. um, this list was, was huge. Um, So sometimes I think like, because we eat meat means they we don't eat vegetables. Like right, if we only eat meat or we right. only eat vegetables, that, yeah. well, no, that's not the case. So that that's probably one of the biggest the biggest things that I want to say. Like it, like yes and amen to tons and tons of plant based foods. Right, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's not like you have to stay away from from the meat. And I just again I don't I don't see even if we just thought of where somebody's at. They're used to eating meat. They're used to eating processed meats. They're used to eating dairy. They're used to eating all this stuff. If we're going to m- give them the most, the, the plan that's going to allow them to be the most successful, yes. it would be not completely switching over to something where you're avoiding all, you're already going to have to avoid enough things. Right. Like why lim- elim- completely eliminate the. Let's make as many, as many lateral changes as possible. Right. But then even also based off the research, there's just not enough research to show what they're saying. <laughs> History. Like, which I don't, I didn't watch the whole movie, but I don't, maybe you can help with this. I don't know that they even referenced, like, did they try to say that throughout history people have only eaten? No, no, no. So then what are they talking about? <laughs> like, yeah. so they did a huge section on dairy, how basically everything that says about dairy oh, that people promoted yeah. is wrong, which I agree with a lot of that, right? Right. You, know, you shouldn't drink milk to make your bones healthy. The milk that people are, you know, that 2% milk or whatever from... Um, you know, it's conventional, commercially raised milk. But they just, again, they didn't separate, you know, pasteurized, homogenized milk and cheese right. and all the stuff that's been chemicalized right. with actual good, healthy dairy. Because um, they could just look at the Maasai Indians in, in, in Africa who 90% of their diet is dairy. Yeah. Their cows are sacred to them. Their whole life, they spend age 2 to age 17 learning how to... <laughs> raise the the cattle so that because they know that if their civilization is going to continue that they live off these cattle and they drink milk all the time and then here would be something maybe i guess would still be vegan i think this would still be vegan but when milk supply is low they cut the um, arteries of a cow and they drain the blood and they fortify the milk with the blood and then that's what they drink for those times would that still be vegetarian vegetarian uh wait uh, yeah, that would still be vegetarian. Not vegan, though. Not vegan. No. So, yeah, so... And these people are... The average man in the Maasai Indian is 6'5", over 200 pounds, ripped out of his mind, 5, 6, 7, 8% body fat, with no signs of heart disease, no signs of osteoporosis, teeth completely white, and they live, you know, long, healthy lives. Maybe they're just genetics are different, I guess, <laughs> than everybody else. <laughs> I don't know. So, I mean, they did a good, good job of saying, you know, the, the lactose thing. There's some people that are genetically just um, predisposed to not being able to digest lactose. So, but that's, again, that's acting like people that do dairy are just completely right. ignorant of that stuff. If you don't handle dairy well, then don't drink it. If, if you have an autoimmune disease and it's, you have leaky gut and intestinal permeability, then dairy is probably not the best thing for you at that time. But to just say that it's, again, leading to... It's the main thing of why people have heart disease, diabetes, cancer, and Alzheimer's, and all this stuff. Is right. So they they kind of started with this, the Ansel Keys thing, 
and kind of pinned saturated fat as a huge problem with heart disease. But then when they got to the the dairy thing, there was I'll, I'll screenshot this. They had the you know one. I think this was the only time where they referenced any like quality of animal products when they compared conventional milk to organic milk. Oh yeah. And I don't remember the three things, but they listed off three things that they said, but these are the exact same in organic milk and conventional milk. I'm like, I don't like, those aren't the three things that I would even care about. Yeah. <laughs> I, for, I forget what it was. I'll find that and screenshot it and you can say something about that. But yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I think they were cholesterol, saturated fat and galactose. So they were saying like you're, you are, most people don't have the enzyme to break down the galactose. Mm-hmm. Saturated fat is bad, and of course, cl- they think cholesterol is bad. Right. So right. that's why it doesn't matter if it's organic or, right. or regular milk or regular milk, whatever, <laughs> non-organic milk. <laughs> the one um, you can get Walmart. Um, so you shouldn't be drinking it either way because they're the same. It's, it's, again, it's just something. It's just a, such a simple. Mm-hmm. It's effective, of course, because mm-hmm. it's in this big production, and, it's a, again, it was a well-done well done movie so it's just it's frustrating to for them to make such big claims when it's not not backed by research history yeah. or going to really help people i don't think so yeah so <laughs> all in all like our position kind of stays the same <laughs> as many like as many vegetables as you can possibly choke down high, high quality animal products and, you know, some fruit, little starch, no sugar, nuts and seeds, like all that jazz. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And so one of the, I guess here's something else. They didn't, I don't know that they said this word, but there's something called endotoxemia. Um, basically is when you do eat a higher fat diet, um, there's potential because of those toxin things for you to, um, these endotoxemia to happen, basically. But what they've found is if you are, which just has, it's related to your gut, it's going to throw off your microbiome and cause leaky gut and different things like that and also potentially lead to insulin resistance. So that's what I think they were talking about with the f- how fat leads to diabetes. Uh-huh. They didn't really explain that very well. Um, but if you are eating vegetables along with this stuff, then... That's kind of negates the that that sort of thing. If you're eating high levels of vegetables, if you're eating clean meats, if you're um, using things like turmeric and and rosemary and thyme and all these different spices and herbs, it kind of shuts off that endotoxemia because uh-huh. it it doesn't hurt the, your gut bacteria. It's feeding your gut bacteria. So again, that's why we're talking about this as a balanced diet. We're not just saying go eat meat all day long and then you know ch- right. chase it with some dairy. Right. We're saying you know high levels of vegetables, high levels of good quality whole foods have those other things you talked about, and then meat is, is also okay. And it's very nutritious. We went through that thing that um, when we compared an apple, carrot, red meat, and, and an organ meat, that there was only one thing that the apple and the carrot were higher in nutrition in than red meat, and none of them were even anywhere close in liver. So when we're talking about a nutritional standpoint, yes, if you want to get to the toxicity stuff, okay, I can give you something there. But we're talking about s- straight nutrition you're going to get a lot more out of an animal product than, than those things. Yeah. Uh, something I just thought about. Do you, I don't know how far you are into your kind of research and thought process, but some of the 
high fat, carbohydrate, um, the insulin stuff you've been looking at. Do you want to talk at all about that? Or well, the more I thought fresh? about it, um, I think we. St I still would be about what I'm talking about. I think it's all contextual. So most of the people that I deal with are in a pretty poor spot metabolically. Mm -hmm. um, so doing more of a, a higher fat thing, lower carbohydrate thing is going to be, is going to work for them. But plus also when we look at um, just the, the healthiest civilizations in the world, kind of their breakdown of macronutrient, it was still was higher on the fat than, than it was on the, the carbohydrate. So I'm still there. Um, I guess the, one of the things that I, I, it's, there's so much about carbohydrates and and fat, kind of comparing those, like what should be high, what should be low, uh -huh. and protein just kind of gets left over. I think one of the things, maybe this is my recent studying on it, is more of a foc focus on the protein, just having a good quality protein, getting that set, and then basing the other things off of that is something that I would definitely, um, I'm going to study more, but where are I you get put more of an emphasis on that. So where are you at with protein currently? Like where, how, what percentage it should be in your diet and stuff like uh, that? Percentage, grams per body, like to compare to body weight, what? Like well, again, that's all contextual too. That's person to person. Are you trying to put on weight? Are you trying to lose weight? Are you trying to just maintain weight? But around 20 to 25% of your macronutrient content is kind of where, which is where I was at before. Yeah. Um, but just did, like it was kind of based off of, do we get our fats right and our carbs right? Then the protein kind of should just fit in there. Mm -hmm. Or I'm thinking more, okay, let's for sure make sure that we're doing the protein thing right um, and then also getting a, a, the amount of fat that I think is going to keep us lower carb, but also make sure that we're not deficient in, in the fats. Um, so kind of the carb would be the last thing, I guess, that I would think about when just kind of thinking about m macronutrient content mm -hmm. or before it was the protein. Sure. Thing. Cool. Yep. So kind of a little inside access to current stuff. I know Alex has been studying and looking at and just continuing to develop more thought around and just you know engage with so yeah because i mean i don't know how soon so i don't want to say very soon we plan to have an actual plan for you guys to be yeah. able to um shoot out to you so you kind of have this all in, in writing or mm -hmm. a, in digital copy of it mm -hmm. um so i just want to make sure we're, we're getting that all yeah. right not that that can't change later on anyway but um so that shouldn't prevent us from getting it out but we want to make sure we have time. It. That's what prevents us from doing things. Right. <laughs> cool. cool. Wow. Jinx. You owe me a uh, non-sugary soda. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, I think this will be somewhat helpful, useful, popular for some of you who've been asking some of these questions. And uh, if it raises more questions for you, please, please do not hesitate to ask those um, as well as always we've been we have been getting uh s last week we had some good questions with our wow we're outside you know because that's one of the things that we like to promote but sometimes you get a little noise pollution uh we had some good questions last week with the episode with phil which by the way uh i meant everything i said at the end that i really do want to get with him um yeah that was awesome interview it was it was good and i think we can definitely go down more uh, specifically with like some of the more technical movement stuff i don't think we want to necessarily go that route with all different kinds of movement but because running is so accessible to people that like 
even my good buddy, you know who you are, not really interested in much movement at all, but he's been consistently running for a number of weeks now. Um, and uh, yeah, just very, very accessible to people. So I think that might be one area of movement that we could dig into a little more. So anyway, all that to say, send us your questions, give us your feedback. We love it. Thank you. As much as we can make this uh, helpful, more helpful to you, we want to do that. So cool. peace. Later. Go eat some meat. <laughs> High quality, you know, grass fed, organic, all that. Just bye.